Welcome to the Balanced Self Podcast. This podcast is a part of MSB Coach. With this podcast, we intend to connect with a variety of leaders and individuals as we explore creating a balanced life and identifying one's unique center both personally and professionally. Thank you for joining us today as we learn and grow. Setting healthy boundaries in our professional and personal lives can make the difference between fulfillment or burnout. In today's episode, guest Joe Hughes and President and CEO of MSB Coach Michelle Braden will discuss why setting boundaries is important in setting realistic goals and expectations and why it is a necessary component for self-care in our personal lives and a necessary component for professional development. We would like to welcome our guest, Joe Hughes. And as always, we welcome our president and CEO of MSB Coach, Michelle Braden. Joe, we really appreciate you accepting our invitation to be on our podcast today. So Joe actually was born in Louisa, Virginia. Um, he was educated in the Albemarle County uh, Public Schools um, and he attended the College of William and Mary. One interesting thing about Joe is Joe's career was at the Charlottesville Fire Department for 31 years and he was a captain there. So we, we, we thank you for your service there, Joe. And I believe you are retired, is that correct? I am retired, yes. All right. And he also has a beautiful family. He has a beautiful wife and he has three beautiful children and he has a very cute grandson. Again, Joe, we welcome you here. Is there anything that you'd like to add to that? No, I'm just um, pleased to have the invitation and hopefully I can contribute something uh, of substance to the conversation. So in our last episode, we talked about uh, empathy and compassion and leadership, uh, referring to how leaders have practiced empathy during this pandemic and taking on the feelings and emotions of their teams and how it's affected their personal lives and their professional lives. And we really just deep dive into compassion um, about how compassion isn't really about being nice in the workplace, but more about intentionally taking action. That is going to segue us into uh, the humanness of leadership, balancing boundaries and accountability. Before I ask that first question, I just want to talk about boundaries a little bit. When I think about boundaries, I think about the limits within our organizations. And I think about organizational framework with safeguards to our employees, but boundaries mean different things to different people in different organizations. So the first question I'd like to ask you, Joe, is why are boundaries important in how we lead in our organizations? Well, that's a good question. And I find it interesting because personally, one of my New Year's resolutions, believe it or not, was to be better about setting personal boundaries around myself, right? And so, so this is very timely to have a discussion about that as I struggle <clears throat> with personal boundaries. And so I have to think back a little bit because I am retired, not in the workplace now, uh, actively. But when I was in the workplace, I always, I struggle with that. And I think it depends on where you are in the organization as to how that plays out. Um, I struggled with my boundaries because I think I did a poor job of exceeding uh, or staying within boundaries for myself as a um, as a supervisor or as a lead person on a, on, on a team of individuals. And I also struggle with other individuals setting their boundaries and then my not invading that. So um, I think uh, what I found in the article that you're referencing that was really interesting is the sense that boundaries come with consequences. 
And so where do we, um, yeah, so that's, that's the struggle. If you're going to set boundaries, you have to be accepting that there will be consequences and be able to um, withstand that uh, and sustain yourself and, and your work um, despite those consequences. Um, so yeah, I find that a really interesting topic and I, I've done a lot of thought about that personally. And as I reflect back on my professional career, I thought, wow, I could have used more training and boundaries. We, we sometimes think, think that boundaries can be restrictive. I don't know how you all feel about that, but Michelle, I want to get your take on that before I make another point on that. Yeah, well, I think just by the nature of what a boundary is, a boundary is restrictive, right? A boundary, when we think of a physical boundary, a boundary says, this is separating our property line. You know, here's my boundary, here's yours. Or a boundary says, this road is closed. You know, you can't go past this area. And so that's a physical boundary. And so I think that's what we first learn as children is what that boundary is. So then, of course, that's equated to our own personal boundaries that we set. And I think, Joe, thank you for your vulnerability. I really appreciate your openness of saying, hey, when I was a professional, even though I was successful and I was in leadership, I recognize that I struggled with this for myself and with others. So I'm really appreciative of that and that acknowledgement that we probably could all benefit from more training around this. But in one of the articles that we had reviewed in preparation for this, the role that boundaries play in leadership growth, I loved this quote that says, you get what you create and you get what you allow. Wow, that just sums up what sort of boundaries, which starts with, I believe, emotional intelligence and that self-awareness for ourselves and then that self-management. Because I can say this is my boundary, but if I don't hold true to that and I let you cross it, just like if we say, this is the boundary for the property line, but ah, it's okay. Or this is the boundary for the road being closed, but people move the boundary and drive on. Well, guess what? The next person that comes along is going to drive on and the next person is going to drive on. Well, it's the same way for us personally in our personal boundaries. They're only as good as us holding to them and somewhat out of respect requiring, because I know that's a kind of a prickly word, but requiring other people to honor those boundaries. So I think, you know, Barbara, you asked the question, how do we define a boundary? Well, I, I think we, it is defined two ways. I think today we're going to be focusing on personal boundaries, but it's more around how do we set professional boundaries for ourselves and honor those. And even for the people who work with us and for us. Um, and I'm going to pause there because I could get on a roll already with this too, but I don't want to get the cart ahead of the horse. So, so personal struggle when it comes to boundaries. I think if you set for yourself um, certain values, and one of the values I have set for myself over time is that of being a giving person. And so my struggle is if I set boundaries and I adhere to them rigidly, I feel less of a giving person. So I feel like I have diminished that value in the context of you know personal life or, or workspace. And I think that also goes not only to our values, but our belief systems and can, can go deeply rooted all the way to how were we raised as a child and what is that connected to? You both brought, brought up very, very specific areas, personal and professional. They both kind of tie into each other. I think to, um, to add to that, I, you know, I feel like it's crucial to maintain if you're, if you're setting boundaries at work, it's crucial to maintaining well-being and a sense of control, right? 
Um, and without boundaries, leaders and, and, you know, in our personal lives, people would just do what they wanted to do. And boundaries aren't bad things. I look at it like restrictive goals. You know, what would people do without boundaries? When we're setting personal boundaries, how restrictive are we with those boundaries? I don't feel like that boundaries are a weakness per se. I just think that we just need to, if the more we define it, the more we learn about it, right? I want to segue into our second question with that, Joe. I'm going to give you this question first, and then Michelle, if I would like you to follow up with your thoughts on that. How can leaders work effectively across boundaries? Since we've been talking about setting these boundaries, how can they work across those boundaries? As you look at the workplace, um, what's good about boundaries, I think, is I think it does create greater discipline in the workplace. Uh, in your personal life, it also creates greater discipline. And I, I think generally speaking, we both agree, we all agree that discipline uh, leads to greater accomplishment generally. So achieving your goals, whatever those goals are personally or professionally, um, the more discipline that you apply to that, usually the greater or the better the outcome. And, and boundaries, I think, um, in a sense, uh, is defined by discipline. Michelle, your thoughts on that? Well, I really like and appreciate, Joe, how you reframed that. So if we ask the question, how do we effectively work across boundaries? And it almost says that we're already trying to cross somebody's boundaries. Um, and I think, do we, how is the perspective perceived? So are boundaries like rules? Now, all of us have different opinions of this. I don't believe every rule is meant to be broken, but I think there are exceptions to rules. And I think some rules at different times need to be reevaluated to determine if they need to be adjusted. So is that the same way with boundaries? I don't know that those are things that I think we have to explore on one-on-one -on -one basis. So I'll give you guys an example. I, and, and Barbara knows this because we work so closely together. So I am an empty nester, even though I have six grandchildren and at any given time, one of them can, one or three or five or six can be here at the house. Um, However, because I'm still an empty nester, I may, I may be working on the weekend, I may be working at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Now, I don't expect somebody to write me back at that time. If they do, great. I do get a dopamine hit, I got to be honest. But <laughs> if they don't, it's okay. I'm not expecting that. It's not work day, it's not work hours. But I had somebody a few years back that worked with me that this stressed this person out because they felt that even though I said, no, 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 I'm not expecting you to write me back. You don't need to. But what I learned was this was this person's own challenge internally. And maybe it was a strength, a, a, a sense of responsibility. But when they saw an email come in, they felt like they had to respond to it, even though I told them they didn't. So the way we worked through that, um, even though I thought the work through, my easy solution was just respond when you get back into work the next day. Theirs was, could you do a time send? And I got to admit, at first I rolled my eyes and I was like, oh, good grief. That's extra work on my part. But then I realized I was crossing their boundary and trying to make it my boundary. And so I did. We moved to that. Whenever I would do work on the weekend or after hours, I would do time send. And it helped our relationship because I was respecting them. So I think that place of sometimes there's boundaries we don't understand or they don't make sense to us. But we can learn more. And the more we understand, so the more I had the conversation with this person, really out of curiosity and not trying to be the boss and be the one that was right. Instead, okay, I'm going to honor this, even if I don't fully 
understand it. I'm going to honor it that it stresses you out to get these. But we had a conversation. I was curious about this person's perspective. And then I made adjustments per their request per a boundary. So I think that's a way, whether we want to call it working across boundaries or understanding somebody else's boundary, where we can come to a mutual agreement of what works to create a win-win. You know, as I'm sitting listening uh, to you, Michelle, and to you, Barbara, I'd love to hear um, you all have dialogue in the future on a subject that's just occurred to me. In the context of boundaries and the changing workplace, how are boundaries different? As I heard you in the conversation uh, about, you know, um, because you're working uh, from home, how does that change? How does it change setting boundaries? How does it change in terms of adherence to boundaries? How does the whole nature of boundaries change with a new workplace? That's what, that would be a fascinating conversation. So I look forward to you all having that conversation in the future. Well, and I think even today for us, just very quickly, because you're right, that that's a whole nother podcast, right? But it it is, and I think individuals have had to learn even more how to set boundaries because we've seen some people that this pandemic and working from home has burned them up, uh, burned them up and burned them out. And other people, it's been one of the greatest things in the world for them. But some people, because the computer is always right here, like there is a transition that happens when I leave my house and I go to work physically. And my body and my brain says, you are entering the workplace. And then I leave there and I come home, even if I work till six, seven o'clock at night, but my body says, now you're transitioning to home. And when there isn't that transition, and there's not even that transition, as we're seeing school starts, school stops, we go back to work, we come back home. I mean, this has just been like flipping the light switch off and on over the last two years. And so as individuals, we have to be intentional because not all people are going to respect that. If we say, please don't send emails after 530, some are going to respect it, some are not. So recognizing I can't make people respect that. So if I'm still getting emails up till midnight, I have to choose to set my own boundary of I have, I have shared, I'm not going to respond. And I've asked not to receive emails after this time frame. But if you choose not to honor that, that's your choice. It's not a company policy. But no, I'm not going to respond again till eight in the morning. And then, then that's on me <laughs> to honor that boundary. And I, that's the thing I've worked with so many executives over these la- and leaders over these last few years that some of them have been really good at setting those boundaries and others have struggled. And those are the ones that are burning out. I was just thinking about an example of boundaries. We, uh, last, a uh, couple of weeks ago, because Michelle and I work so closely together, uh, we had someone that emailed after, I think it was seven or 8 PM at night. And Michelle responded and said, well, we will get back to you at 8 AM in the morning. Barbara's probably not going to see this until that time. And so we have had those conversations about boundaries within our workplace. I think also boundaries are about respect. And it's about communication, especially as you mentioned, Joe, like we're, we're, we're in this new workplace now and we're working from home. So of course our communication changes are, that therefore our boundaries change. It's extremely important that we, we understand that yes, we're, we're in this new workplace. Yes, we are setting these boundaries. Yes, we are having to do things that we've never done before. So I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna go to this last question that we have because we could talk about this all day as we've mentioned. So to we've talked about the boundaries. Now we wanna talk about uh, boundaries and accountability, I feel go hand in hand. Um, so how can leaders encourage accountability and, and encourage those uh, workplace 
uh, boundaries and accountability. Okay, so yeah, let me jump in and I'm glad you sort of did that because I was I was sitting thinking I needed to interject. Um, one of the struggles that I had professionally was how did I, how do I marry both accountability and boundaries? And that's a struggle. So here is my struggle. We have a task to perform. We have a program or we have an assignment to complete. And so I'm leading the team to completion of the assignment or the task. So personal boundaries were set. And as a leader, I struggle because today we're doing this important thing. And you, and you tell me that you need to leave for a couple of hours because you have a doctor's appointment. And do I honor that that is your boundary and that's important for you? Or as a leader, do I suggest that, wow, maybe you um, need to reschedule your doctor's appointments around our work so that it doesn't interfere? So, so that's the struggle for me, has always been a struggle, how to marry the two, how to marry uh, accountability with boundaries. Yeah, Joe, great great point. Um, and by the way, for those of you listening, this is my first time to, well, not my first time to meet Joe, but my first time to have such an in-depth conversation. So I'm, I'm just so valuing your openness and, and posing these really powerful real life questions. And, you know, thinking about both, because you're right, even that boundary. So are some boundaries meant to be broken or are there times where they need to be? So I don't want to get emails past 5.30. Okay, honor that. But sometimes we have to work late as a team. Guess what? There's some projects that we don't get to say at 5.30, punch the clock, I'm done. Because like we said, we're not in that industrial society anymore. The biggest thing is that it's not overtaking us. So I think, yes, we have to discuss where are the exceptions to boundaries at times. Um, that because we do have a job to do and we have things that have to be accomplished and we have to sometimes take one for the team. And so if we're all working until, you know, 10 or 11 o'clock one night to make something happen, that's just something that we're doing now. Do we make that a regular thing? No, that's not sustainable. So I think that's the things where we have these discussions together and, and I'm just a big fan of, of just open communication. Let's talk about it. It's just a conversation. What's working, what's not. Because as the leader, you have to set boundaries as well. So if somebody says, well, here's my boundary, absolutely not. And you say, well, I, you know, that boundary is not working for the team. So is this the right place for you any longer? Um, you know, where we then have to sometimes explore those hard rules. And again, it doesn't make one person right or wrong. It's just, I think sometimes some boundaries may work for the team in the organization and some won't. And it may mean it's not the best fit. It may even mean that for me on something, if I had a boundary that I wanted to create. But I think with that question of aligning boundaries with accountability, one of the things I have found, and God knows there's no silver bullet, but where we do go to that place of discussion and there is that sense of ownership. So I'll give you guys an example. I was talking to somebody just yesterday and um, it was a professional conversation, but they brought in something personal. My 12 year old just got in school suspension. Any suggestions you have, I'll be happy to hear them. <laughs> and so we laughed about it and, and um, kind of cried too. But you know, the biggest thing I said, ask your 12 year old, what, what should their punishment be? And this person goes, what? And I said, yeah. I said, most of the time they'll punish themselves harder than you would. 
And so I just pose that same thing out there is to say to someone, okay, what are the boundaries here for this project that we're working on? And what sort of accountability should be in place if we don't meet those guidelines, boundaries, time points, whatever, because there's a whole different level of ownership when someone is a part of making that decision versus the the leader or boss just pushing out there what it is and expecting everybody to march in line. It doesn't work that way anymore. <laughs> you know, people want to be a part of that and they have a different level of ownership and then they help to create the consequences as well of that lack of accountability, as well as maybe the rewards for if accountability does, you know, when it does happen. Joe, I want to toss that back to you and then to Barbara. What do you guys think of that? Well, what I want to do, Michelle, is I, I want to um, give you an air high five because what you just said, um, wow, I almost jumped out of the chair and did a somersault. I, I love when people understand, appreciate, and acknowledge that the backdrop in the 21st century that we're living in right now as our society has evolved is that of not an agricultural society, not in the industrial society, but an information and communication society. And in that context, wow, think about how that changes the very nature of accountability, or maybe it doesn't, but I suggest it does, change the very nature of accountability and boundaries because the information and communication society that we're in is so much more fluid. And you gave the uh, analogy of uh, hitting a time clock. And we don't have that rigidity. We don't have those clear boundaries, um, physical boundaries anymore. And what that means for this conversation. So, um, yeah. One of the things that, that and, and thank you for that, Joe, you're right. We're, we're not living in a, society anymore where it is, you know, say 15 years ago, we've changed. We've changed how we communicate. We've changed how we set goals and boundaries. We've changed how we are accountable. And we've changed how we're leading our teams to be accountable. Um, one of the things that, and Michelle, you brought up a great point about how, about being sustainable. Like when we're living outside of those, outside of boundaries and we say, we make this one exception where we decide, hey, I, I you know, I used to answer, I will answer your email at 11 or 12 o'clock at night. That's a one instance where you're, you're outside of your boundaries of answering it at 5 p.m. It's not a sustainable environment that we want to create for our teams, and it's not a sustainable environment for our, or our, for our leaders to lead. Um, and, and you're owning it. It, it. But you have to set boundaries in order, realistic boundaries, in order for them to be accountable. I'd like to hear your final thoughts, Joe. And then, Michelle, I'd like to hear your final thoughts. Well, my final thought is, and I want to, sorry, I want to expand just a little bit on what we've been talking about. I was so um, taken with reading the background material and the idea that accountability uh, is or may become um, and it's almost an existential virtue. And I thought about that uh, deep and hard. And so now I'm going to do more reading on that. Uh, but the idea that um, accountability can be included as a virtue along with forgiveness and uh, uh, humility, forgiveness, uh, gratitude, those things. So um, yeah, I don't want to take up more time, but uh, I wanted to use my time to toss that out. I was really taken with that. Yeah, thank you, Joe, for that. I agree. I mean, I think anytime 
we even something we're experts in, we start exploring it more and we just get more curious about it and want to know more information. Um, I know for me, just being reminded of like looking at boundaries again, because I feel like professionally, I've gotten fairly good with my boundaries um, and trying very hard to respect the boundaries of others. And like I gave the example in full transparency when I kind of did the eye roll, hopefully now, several years later, I wouldn't do that. You know, at the time I know I did, but now I would say, okay, you know what, I can honor that because when I look back on it, I realize now why that person was in this place. And part of it was a strength and it was a strength of responsibility and they felt a huge responsibility and they had lots of other things on their plate as a single parent and didn't need another thing on their plate that I was pushing through. So I, I learned to, to honor that from a different way. But I know for me, so we all should know where do we struggle with our boundaries? Um, I know for me, it's more with my family. It's harder for me to set boundaries with my family and to say no at times where I probably should than it is often in the workplace. And so for me to be aware of that and to dig a little deeper, like you're talking about, Joe, why is that? What's going on there? What am I concerned about that if I said no, what would I think that that was a reflection of me? If I said, no, sorry, that doesn't work. And when I say, I'm not even, I'm not talking emotionally, you said this to me, but it's more about physical availability. Can you do this? And there's sometimes, I probably should just say, no, unfortunately, that doesn't work. Instead, I'll scramble and try to move things around and stress myself out. Um, and that doesn't bode well for anyone in the long run. Yes, I agree with you, Michelle. Because we talk a lot about that in Emergenetics and how our Emergenetics are set up. Um, you know, we, we talk about, cause I know that I am a third, third, so I'm extremely flexible. So I have had a really hard time with setting boundaries. And so I'm learning that boundaries are not necessarily a bad thing. Boundaries are a good thing. Boundaries can help us to grow. And I agree with you, Joe, that's a whole nother podcast. So <laughs> we want to, we want to, uh, we want to honor everyone's time. And I, you know, I want to just wrap up and say that I, I appreciate you both for your valued conversation and all your input and insight on this. Joe, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on and giving us some good information to take back to our, our, our teams. And Michelle, thank you as always for giving us some good insight. For my end, thank you both so much. Thank you. Yeah, Joe, thanks so much for being with us. And Barbara, always thank you. And just, I wanna give a shout out out there. This is the work we do. If we can help you with setting boundaries, coaching is a really great way to make that happen. We also do workshops around boundaries, but we would welcome the opportunity to explore that with you. So thanks everybody. See you next time. If you would like to learn more about setting boundaries through emotional intelligence, check out our Develop Your Emotional Intelligence workshop at www.msbcoach.com. Thank you.